Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Joining us on the line is my buddy Doug Measures, the mayor of Clearview Township. Doug, how are you doing today on International Women's Day? Hey, good morning, John. Yes, I'm doing great. It, uh, it, it's always... Uh, it's always it's always great to celebrate this day and recognize the women that uh, that have influenced our communities and influenced us uh, personally. Uh, and of course, my uh, my favorite uh, woman in my life is my beautiful wife Tracy, who's been my hero during my uh, recent struggles with cancer. So she she's amazing for us and a wonderful uh, mother to our kids. And she's just a great lady. Absolutely. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Uh, let's start with some good news. Uh, the community assistance grants were uh, offered up. Uh, Thirty two different grants uh, posted to just this time out. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Annually, we uh, we always uh, go through the grant program where we have a uh, several community groups and organizations that uh, have uh, activities that they they do in our community, and we uh, we do make it part of our budget to uh, you know support uh, those organizations with grant monies to uh, to help them with their their uh, their operations and. Uh, Really happy to do that, and it's always good to see the the volunteers that work in each of these uh, organizations are are uh, are always there to serve and help our community. So I think it's uh, very appropriate that we do that, and uh, we're uh, was really pleased that we uh, we we got those uh, got those in. Uh, just so you know, there's a, a small committee of uh, just two members of council and two members of staff that review all of the applications, wow. and they uh, they put together the uh, the list and, and then present it to council for council to ratify the decision so it was uh, it was really well done uh, this year uh about uh, what thirty one thousand dollars already committed for for 2023 that's correct uh we generally put about uh gosh i think it's about sixty eight thousand uh, dollars aside every year i think it's around that number i might be off a little bit but it's in that neighborhood uh of monies we put aside in the budget every year for grant programs. So certainly, you know, the annual grants are the are the uh, the funds that people ask for, uh, you know, through the grant process and and uh, et cetera. And it helps run their organization, like I said. Uh, but we do keep some funds sort of uh, in reserve uh, because uh, certainly uh, during the year, occasionally there are uh, you know needs and asks from the community. Uh, particularly, we discovered this during uh, during COVID that uh, mm-hmm. the food bank needed a needed a boost. So. We were able to assist the food banks, uh, and I expect we probably will do this again uh, this year. If you're an organization or or you know, just anyone concerned in Cleveland Township about a issue, how do you access that that grant money? Uh, there's an application process that generally starts uh, middle of October through the, to about the 15th of November. Uh, it's on our website, uh, clearview.ca, uh, and the uh, you know the, they have to indicate their 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 status as a nonprofit organization or a, a community service organization. Uh, outline the, uh, the the programming that they're that they're hoping to have some support for. Uh, give us an idea as to uh, to what it will do and how it impacts Clearview Township and and so on. So so listen, some of the groups are like the the, the garden clubs, the horticultural societies, um, so the uh, the cat shelter, uh, the, uh, the 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 arts programs for children. Um, you know, so those are some of the organizations. Then some of the others that you might recognize are you know my friend's house. Yep. We we offer them support every year, and so there's the hospice. I mean, there's there's several organizations that make these applications. And that's what we do. Uh, it's part of our grant process. It's part of the budget. Uh, let's talk about uh, council recently directed staff to place a hold on the Clearview Youth Center Advisory Committee and Economic Development Advisory Committee. Uh, what's going on there? Yeah, both of those uh, committees are, uh, are are really important to us. But the 
reality is is that the uh, citizens uh, have not applied or did, we did not receive uh, the uh, the number of applications necessary to fill all the positions on the boards. And so what we did is we just hold uh, just put a hold on the committees and place the responsibility of the committee work to uh, two staff members. Uh, and so a senior staff member is responsible now for the youth committee, uh, you know, works. And a senior staff member is ready is responsible, of course, for the economic development committee works. It is a little disappointing. I mean, we've advertised since uh, early December uh, for these uh, committee positions, and uh, it, you know we have received some applications. But if you don't have enough to fill the committee, you can't make the mandate to fulfill what the uh, what what the goals and objectives are of each of those committees. So. Uh, we're going to go back and take a look at it. Uh, I have to tell you, it'll be part of our strategic planning process when we're uh, meeting uh, as a council here at the end of the month, the first of the next month, and we're we're going to be having a talk about strategic planning. And that's one of the things I want to talk about with my council and with staff and with the public is is what these committees do and how they can uh, really you know be effective to serve our community. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the issue that Collingwood has gone through and is going through, and that is. Uh, a talk of maybe uh, uh, interim uh, control bylaw uh, because we're having some problems with developing and water uh, for at least the Stainer area of Clearview Township. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, we have been working on our water capacity issues for Stainer since probably early 2017, and uh, we've got a solution uh, to to bring our water capacity up so that we can we can increase, uh, I think it's over 4,500 units uh, of, of housing could be added by adding this well that we have proposed. So we have a property and we have a wellhead that's been drilled and it's been tested and confirmed that we have all the water capacity. Uh, now we need to actually connect it to the system. So that's basically building all the pumps, the reservoir, the, the, uh, the pipeline, and so on. That project was estimated at somewhere in the neighborhood of $35 million uh, to actually have all that work done. We approached our development community uh, partners and asked them if they would uh, support this, and they they certainly did, and they uh, they all stepped in, and everybody said, "Yep, let's uh, let's move ahead with this project." Uh, went out to tenders. Tenders all came back uh, in and around the forty-two and forty uh, forty-four million dollars or something, so significantly higher, uh, more cost than than we had uh, anticipated, and so uh, the project was shelved for now. Uh, so we still have all the capacity we need in Stainer, and uh, there are a few small infill lots that still can move ahead. But we may, uh, we, if we don't build this project, if we don't move it to fo- forward, we may have to institute an uh, interim control bylaw until we can find that funding. So in the meantime, is, you, you, John, yeah. go ahead. No, I was just saying, is this the moment you go back to developers and go, hey, it, it costs more than we thought? Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> we we meet with the developers kind of regularly now and uh, have conversations with them and try to uh, work it out and find out if uh, there are uh, financing options from uh, the federal uh, infrastructure banks. Uh, find out if they have uh, other other uh, you know other avenues of, of funding a project like this. That's uh, you know for it, it 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 serves all of the development community and that's the best part about water systems is that. Yeah. It's frankly non-competitive. They all know that they have to pay it as developers. They all know that they have to be part of the water system. Uh, you know, so, so they, they, they know it's part of doing business. And uh, 
that, that's that's where we have to work with them closely and and to uh, to try to bring this team together and try to find a solution for this. It's you know it, it's it's just remarkable, isn't it? The, the cost of everything going up, and you know when you think about it, you, know, you go to the grocery store, things cost. Uh, you know, pumping your gas it costs, and buying water pipelines for thirty five million dollars it costs more. So you know we're 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 in that we're in that same boat. Uh, from an economic development uh, side of things, do you have to look at? Uh, does council look at your development charges and make sure that you're in line with other communities nearby? Oh, very much so. Yes, uh, yes. Our our development charges are uh, are reviewed uh, pretty well annually. Uh, we we do have uh, uh, you know a competitive rate with all of our uh, neighboring municipalities, and so uh, yes, they are reviewed quite regularly. And development charges, of course, are meant to help. Uh, you know, communities uh, move forward and, and actually, you know, create the capital to build these capital projects. So uh, that, that's, uh, it is it is in line and it's indexed for uh, for expansion and, and increases if as necessary. Uh, because I have been honored enough to be among the musicians and, and bands involved in this program, uh, I know the answer, but I wasn't sure if I was able to say. But many times I've been asked, are you guys coming back? Is music market market coming back? Oh, are yeah. we going to have Thursday music this summer? And it wasn't for me to say, but I did know. Okay, John. Music market and Parkett is definitely returning to Stainer yeah. on Thursday nights. It is. <laughs> And uh, we've got a great lineup. Uh, first of all, I want to acknowledge the Kinsman Club, the Kin, uh, Kinsman Club of Stainer. They've uh, done a great job uh, uh, organizing this uh, every every uh, you know this summer. They did it last summer for us. This again this year. What a great lineup! So uh, mark your calendars. June the first is our first music market in Parkett. Lance Dobinson's going to be there, and Lance puts on a great show. He's uh, does a bit of Elvis, does a bit of country, and uh, he's, a bit of his he's own really, stuff too. It's yeah, fantastic. He's, he's, he's yeah. a young uh, songwriter as well, so I, I'm really pleased. And Lance, uh, Lance is uh, considered a local guy for sure. He uh, kind of grew up here in the Ottawa area, and uh, now lives right here in our community. So I'm really, uh, really glad that he's going to be joining us. But what a great lineup right through until August 24th, when the Strange Potatoes uh, wrap up our season for us. How's that? Yeah, well, you know what, we are so looking forward to coming back it is always such a great time the audiences are fantastic the venue is amazing the the park is kept so pristine um and the amount of traffic that you see is mind-blowing it's it's terrific it's a great little park the you know the mature maple trees that are in Mm. that park and the uh uh the gazebo and then the the market, uh, the market grounds that are just sort of beyond the uh, the music area, uh, the little uh, you know uh, open air beer garden uh, set up by the Kinsman Club. It's it's just a terrific event. Uh, you know, families come, people come from all over. It's uh, you know I, I've met people there who've been there from Brampton and come from Barrie and come from Midland, and so I, you know I'm I'm always impressed at the people that come to the event and uh, and from where they come and and you know it's uh, it's a great community event, very very. Uh, Pleased that it's returning and it's uh, become quite a, an icon in Clearview Township, so I'm really happy that it's back. I'd like to do a shout out, uh, you know, as you mentioned, the Kinsmen jumped in last year to take it over and, you know, be careful about how good a job you do at something because then you end up getting stuck with it. But, but uh, <laughs> uh, they did an amazing job of, of the lineup last year and uh, I, I know the lineup this year is, is equally as stellar. Uh, but I do want to say a, a thank you to the what was then the Stainer Chamber of Commerce, who kind of got the whole ball rolling in terms of getting sponsorship and, and making this no stuff kidding. happen. They certainly did. They they ran music in the park for a long time, yep. uh, and and they did a great job with that. And that was sort of the uh, the impetus that got the whole project uh, moving to uh, 
to evolve into the music market in Parkett with uh, the classic cars and the farmers market and the music and and it was uh, it was a great uh, great thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Clearview Chamber of Commerce is still very active in our community, and uh, I know today they're celebrating International Women's Day. So yep. a shout out to them, the great volunteers that continue to serve our community, and I. Uh, I'm very very pleased for them. So I know they're going to be part of our music market in Parkett. We'll see them there for sure. Doug Measures is the mayor of Clearview Township. Doug, thanks for being here on Talk of the Town. All the best, John. Thanks. Have a great day. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.